Ladies, do you like to relax after a long, hard day with a glass of wine? Yeah, it can feel amazing, but we don't want all the alcohol. We don't want all the calories that come with it. And it can be hard to find a great tasting non-alcoholic wine because most of them taste either too sweet or they taste like watered down grape juice. And we ain't toddlers. And right now, many of you, you know, are flirting with the idea of dry January. We've played with sober October. But what if it was just a year where we said to ourselves, it's okay that I don't have alcohol every single day. It's okay that if I choose to drink, it doesn't have to be an alcoholic beverage. I can still be social with people and not feel the pressure to have alcohol in my wine. And that is where Shirley Wines comes into play. They are fabulous. I've had their rosé, I've had their Sauvignon Blanc, and they taste just like regular wine, but without any of the alcohol. They've gone through a process where it's regular fermented wine, and they have de-alcoholized the wine. So you get that same great wine flavor, but without all the alcohol. And for many of us who are trying to lose that extra belly fat, it is that alcohol that is helping to keep that from moving out. And so if you are someone who is ready to relax after work or enjoy parties and bring the wine, Surely Wines is the answer. They come in great tasting flavors. I've tried the rosé, I've tried the Sauvignon Blanc, and it's absolutely fabulous. And the beauty of it all is that instead of opening up a full bottle, they also come in mini cans so that you can just have a quick glass of wine. It's also very portable. All right. So if you want to give it a shot, go to the link in my bio. You're going to save 30% off of your first purchase. So head over there. And when you give it a try and it's amazing, be sure to say cheers to me and let me know what you think. Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. This week's iTunes review is brought to you by M.L. Martell. She writes, five stars, Kim is more than just knowledgeable in just health and fitness. She is supportive, reassuring, and on the level. She gives it to you straight, just the way most people need it. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate that review. And you too can review Fit Girl Magic Podcast. Just go to iTunes or wherever you subscribe to this show and just leave me a five-star review. Um, I love them. I take them to heart. I just want to make sure that I'm bringing you the best stuff. So thank you so much for all of you who have left me a review so far. I can't wait to highlight you. All right, magic makers, I try not to do too many like non, I'm going to call it evergreen um, 
podcast. But I, I feel like at this, I feel like at this time of year, it's the perfect time to talk about, you know, as the year comes to a close. And so my motto is always resets, not resolutions. Because, you know, I don't have the statistics, but I'm sure in the next several weeks, you'll hear how, you know, new uh, resolutions go by the wayside. And my anecdotal information is that I, uh, I taught, I taught at gyms for over 15 years and I, and I see it regularly, you know, that first full week of January, people come in to the gym and they're like, yeah, let's get this party started. And they go hard. And then probably around the end of January, the first wave of people start to fall off. Then I see the next wave of people fall off. And then by like, I'd say by the, what's that? Uh, President's weekend. Um, Yeah, President's weekend. By President's weekend, and definitely by the end of February, you know, the resolutioners, they're gone. See ya, girl, bye. And there are a few who stick around. They're like, yeah, this feels good. And so I want you to start thinking about, is that you, right? Do you get yourself like all fired up? You go like hard, you go balls to the wall. And then, you know, it's just like, you just can't sustain it. And so here's where I want you to kind of just start to, you know, I always will say this, we got to work with what being realistic, you know, it is those like huge, big sprints to get this like commanding lead is what always keeps us from seeing the resolution to completion. So I, uh, so if you're trying to think about doing this like major overhaul for 2021, um, 2021, oh my gosh, I went back like a couple years. Woo. If you're trying to make it to 2023, my goodness, um, then you're in the right place. And so I want you, I want us to start thinking about how do I do this with a strategy? Because I see so many people kind of like pull all of these things together and then they get disappointed that it's 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 not working. So first off, you've got to ask yourself these hard questions, right? So it's like um I'm I'm asking you to have what I call a CEO day. Like sit down and it's okay to slow down. Right. It is okay to press the pause button. And I've done several podcasts about like us always in this like busy, 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 busy. Where are you trying to go? Where are you trying to go that we can't sit down and create a roadmap? You know, I want you to think about when you go on vacation, do you just like press clicking, you know, go to the latest, you know, JetBlue website and you just like first airline, first, first flight out? I don't care where it's going. I'm going to get on it. Or are you sitting around? You're like, okay. I want to go to Jamaica and where are we going to stay and what are we going to do? And you're thinking about all the things you do, all the research, right? But when it comes to our health and fitness, we are like, what's that shiny thing that's in front of my face? And I'm going to hop on that. So first, like, sit down and just give yourself a good, I'm going to say 30 minutes to an hour. I know asking for an hour is like, I might as well ask you to walk out your door naked. Just give yourself the time so you can ask yourself these questions and just so that we we can go in and you're not feeling disappointed. You go in and you are creating these expectations of yourself that you're going to hit, you're going to meet versus you tell yourself, I'm going to lose 2.2 pounds in 20 seconds. And if it doesn't happen, then I suck and I'm off to the next thing. All right. So 
why are you in need of this reset? Like, what is actually like, what is going on? And it goes back to my last podcast where it's like, I need to observe, like, what am I doing so that I can assess if I am on the right track? So I need to step back and say, what is it that I'm trying to achieve? What am I currently doing? What needs to change in order to get me to where I want to go? Create my action plan and then repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat until I got what I want. And, you know, what are the areas that are most important to you? Because maybe you're sitting here and you're looking at this like reset and you're like, my whole life, I just want to blow it up. And then, you you know, then you kind of have to say, all right, in pecking order, what's most important to me? You know, in our life, if you think about it, we have family, um, we have work, we have money, we have health, we have spirituality, right? There's a lot of different uh, veins we can go down. So we need to say, okay, here are the, let's say five things that I want to work on. Let's rank them. Right. And not everything can be important. And, you know, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know, I'm huge into one thing. Right. Um, the This book called The One Thing, that is really what changed my life and stopped me from like, you know, flitting around like a freaking butterfly. It was that I was able to say, OK, what is that one thing? If I got really good at this one thing, what is it? Uh, um Think of it like a domino, right? Have you, we've all seen those dominoes that like you lay them all out and it creates these like zigzag patterns and you hit one and like the whole pattern starts to like, you know, roll, roll around. So think about to yourself, you know, if we're, if we're talking about, you know, our health, our work, money, family, self-care, mental health, like where would I rank those? Like, and you know, it can, you know, one of the ways I, I can ask you to rank them, it's like, start with like what feels easy, you know? And then we can add on because many of us start with the hard stuff and then I don't have success. I want you to feel like a winner. And when I feel like a winner, guess what? I want to do more. So then, and also like when I start with the easy stuff, besides feeling a winner, I start to open my eyes to possibilities, right? When I start with the hard and I'm like, I got no ideas here. This is just like climbing Everest in a pair of pumps and a t-shirt. So here's where if I start with something easy and then I'm like, okay, look, look at this. I I was able to do that. One, I feel good. But two, then I'm like, well, you know, I did this because, and you start to like be more expansive in your, your thinking versus this like rigid thinking of like, it has to be this way. You know, I, in order to, you know, if you think about the best way I could describe it is, um, driving to your house, right? There's probably a couple of different routes to get to your house. You can go right or you can go left. And I know, you know, if, if I'm going to just talk about my house. I know if I, I go to the right, ah, I can go that way, but there's a couple more lights versus when I go left, there's only stop signs. So you decide, you know, what, which way makes the most, makes the most um, sense for you. Cause if I'm trying to split my time, it's really easy to lose focus. It's also really hard for me to judge progress, right? Because I always hear people like, oh my God, I'm not making any progress at all. And I'm like, okay, well, what are you working on? Well, I'm trying to get in more water. I'm trying to up my steps. I'm trying to get more sleep. I'm trying to make sure I get to the gym. I'm trying to get more, and it's like, blah, 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 where it's like, I'm trying to do all these things where it's like, get really good. And I, I challenge you that 
you know, I always ask my clients to work on no more than minimum one to three things. And we all have to know what I call our season. You know, we all have these seasons that are busier than the other. And, you know, I have a client, she's a tax attorney. And so right now things are okay. This is an okay season for her, but come January through May, she's crazy trained. So when she's trying to get something done, like right now is when she's like, I'm going to get stuff done. And then when I know I'm crazy, I'm not going to try to do all the things. I'm going to focus in on one thing because that's all I can focus on because I'm trying to keep my head above water with everybody trying to get the darn taxes done, right? So that's where we, we got to start to like really kind of look at our lives and be and realize like not every day I can come to come wearing a freaking cape. <laughs> then take a look at, are my goals the same? You know, are am I trying to achieve the same thing? Have they shifted? Do they need to shift? You know, ask myself those questions because right now, the I always have to. I always tell people that they, we have to go with the. Um, do my goals feel realistic? Right, and so, and I, I, I've talked about this ad nauseum at an, in another podcast, podcast, and I will link up the show, show notes. But I call it my reps. Right, so with my reps, it's like. Okay, are my goals realistic? And if they're realistic, that means I am super clear about where it is that I'm trying to go. And I'm clear on the choices, at least to start, that I need to make in order to get there. Because when my goals aren't realistic, that's when it gets challenging. Because if I tell myself I'm going to lose, all right, my biggest, my biggest challenge is when people when every diet on the planet says lose one to two pounds a week that's not realistic sorry not sorry it is not realistic for many of you because many of you listening to me right now you have dieted since you were 15 and your body's like girl I know exactly where you're going I know what you're trying to do and I ain't going to give it to you and so for all of us trying to get this one to two pounds, and then we're going to, we tell ourselves, if I just cut back on my calories, if I just, you know, lived off rice cakes and Tic Tacs, I would be fabulous for how long, right? So here is where we sit down and we say to ourselves, is, is my goals realistic? Am I clear about where it is that I want to go? And do I have an initial set of choices? And when I say choices, I'm talking about what does your food look like? Your nutrition, uh, your what does your food look like? What does your workout look like? Are you sleeping? Are you running around like a freaking stress ball? You know, so that way that we can kind of get our heads on right now. Is it a good time of year for you? Now, this isn't for me to say, like, take it off. This is like, how much can I really take on right now? And and if you say one thing. That doesn't make you less of a badass. That actually makes you the biggest badass on the planet because you're owning where you are. You are being realistic. You're like, you know what? Ah, life right now is a little crazy. And so instead of saying, I'm going to pause, you're like, I'm just going to slow it down a bit, right? Instead of running around with the chicken with my head cut off, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to be a little slower and, and get what I want. And then that leads you to being excited because if I am not excited about what I'm doing, 
then I'm done, right? I need to be excited because I need to connect. This right here is my why. So many people say, oh, I'm going to be motivated. Motivation is never going to ring your doorbell. Your why is your motivation. And so when the more I could say, you know, I live in New England. And so we're here in the wintertime. And I got to tell you, there's going to be plenty of days that it's going to be two degrees outside or minus 20 degrees outside, snow. And I'm going to be like, girl, do I really want to shovel out my car to shovel it back in? And then I have to ask myself and I'm going to like lay in my bed (laughs) and questioning my life choices. And I'm going to say, okay, is this what I want to do? Do I want to lay here in bed? Is this getting me closer to my goal? To wearing anything I want in my closet? To not ever worrying about, will these pants button? Being able to wear anything I want other than like my Lulu's? And usually the answer that the question I give myself is yes. It's worth it for me to get my booty out of bed. And I get my booty out of bed. So we need to have those kind of conversations with ourselves in your head. So that you that this is where you get your 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 motivation, right? It's connecting to why do I want this goal? It could be your goal could be I want to play with my kids and not be like, I'll catch up with you, right? You have to be able to figure out what it is that you're that you're looking for. And here is where when I'm excited, I get creative, right? Where I'm not like in this like vapor lock shoot of like, this is how it has to be. Um so I got to be excited. And then I have to have a plan. And so many of us go wing it. And I swear, winging it, I, I am a recovering winger, but you have to have a plan because when you wing it, that's when like, oh gosh, the day got away from me. Oh, work this and uh oh, life and uh oh, 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 all the us happen to you where if I have a plan, Right. You know, I always talk about having um, an if then thinking, and this comes from psychology. So it's if then. If my boss hands me work at 5 p.m. and I was planning to go to the gym at 6 p.m., then I'm going to go to the gym on Saturday. Right. That that's where it's it's in the back of my mind. But I always tell people, you know, there's two ways to make a plan. I can you know, sit down and make a plan for the week. Or if that feels too overwhelming, I can sit down the day before and make a plan for the next day. And, you know, my plan is, and, you know, at first, the first few times you do it, it's going to feel a little, you're not going to be like, woo, I'm making a plan. Um, But it will get easier. It will get faster, you know, and it doesn't have to be this fancy thing, you know, I sit down and um, my plan is is something like this. I, I sit down and I write down um, the days of the week, right? So I, I, I write down the days of the week. And if you have, if you're, um, if you're watching this on the video, I write down, the, I write down the days of the week, right? Then I sit down and I say, okay, what is my life look like? You know, am I traveling? Um, do I have any early morning meetings? Cause I work out, I work out in the morning. Do I have any more early morning meetings? And then I say, okay, I know the days that I have stuff that I just can't do anything. So I know this week I have a dentist appointment in the morning. So I, I, I can't work out in the morning. 
to on Thursday. So I'm like, okay, all right. I know Thursday is, and it's typically a workout day for me. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to shift my workout because Thursday is a, a dentist appointment. So I know I'm going to work out on Sunday. So I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? Am I doing cardio? Am I lifting? Am I just going for a walk? So I, 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 I put that down on Sunday. I'm going to lift Monday. I'm going to lift Tuesday. I'm going to go for a walk. If the weather, weather dependent, if the weather doesn't hit my, my cold weather threshold, then I am going to ride for 15 minutes on my Peloton. Um, Wednesday, I'm going to lift. Thursday is my dentist appointment. So that's a rest day. I typically have a rest day on Friday and then I'm going to lift again on Sunday. So there it's, it's you know, I'm going to show you it's not, um, it's not pretty. But that's, that's, that's how I, I do my workout schedule, right? I just like look at what's going on in my calendar and then I, I map here. Same thing for food. Now, I know for some people, um, some people get very vapor lock. Like if I say this is what I'm going to have for food and then if, you know, someone kind of like spontaneity happens, then I get a little like rattled. With my food, I keep, I always... I will know what I'm having for dinner. Like I keep that pretty. Uh, I, I I know dinner is I make fresh every single day. My lunch, I always know that I'm having a big ass salad with chicken or some type of protein on it. And I know that I cook that literally Monday morning. I am cooking my chicken. It's blocked out of my calendar and I'm cooking my chicken on Monday morning. I go to the grocery store every Friday. That that's that's part of the schedule. That's part of the plan. And if I'm unable to go to the grocery store on Friday, I'm like, when else can I go to the grocery store? Or can I get Instacart or whatever your local delivery service to deliver me my groceries? And so that way, like, that's my then. And every, excuse me, every Sunday I sit down and I write out, what am I going to have for dinner? Right. And it's like, I, I, um, actually I do this on Thursday because I go to the grocery store on Friday and I sit down and I go through my, I go through my fridge. I'm like, what do I got? What's in the freezer? And then I'm like, what am I going to make with it? And I keep it really simple. I am not Martha Stewart. I am not making these elaborate gourmet dinners. It's typically some source of protein and it's typically some type of vegetable or some type of starch is what I'll have. So it's like, I'll have like salmon and green beans and maybe some roasted sweet potato. Like that's, that's dinner, right? So I keep it really simple. I keep my lunch really simple. If you love cooking, rock on with your bad self. God love you. And if you want to come and be my personal chef, call me. <laughs> that is like my fantasy is to have a personal chef, like Oprah, you know, I think Oprah even has people do her hair. I need that too. Anywho, I have to be excited about, it. I have to make a plan, right? And also I have to have the courage for the plan to might look different. You know, so many of us, we've been dieting for a long time. We're pretty freaking good at it. But some of us need to expand our horizons because, and like, again, going back to asking the question, this is what I want. This is what I'm doing. Is it getting me to where I want to go? I have to observe that. And if it's not getting me to where I want to go, something has to change. And I, I, I beg of you to only change one thing. Because when I change like too many variables, I don't know which one worked. So change one thing, right? 
you know, I, I, and I, and I see it. I have a lot of clients who are, are fearful, you know, of change. Like they've been doing this for so long. They're control freaks. They're type A plus plus with a side of A and they want everything to be neatly lined up. But sometimes we have to just do a little bit of experiment. So it could, and guess what? With an experiment, you can always go back to what you are doing. Like and you have permission to go back, but also give yourself permission to maybe it looks just a little different than what you're doing right now and be okay with it. You know, it's a 30 day experiment. It's 30 day experiment and I'm okay. Right. And, and I, I was that person. So I know from firsthand what it's like to be like, Ooh, right. You know, it's kind of like, you're like, you're, uh, you're this bird that's been in a cage and then you finally like the doors open and you're like, do I leave the cage? Yes, you can leave the cage and give yourself 30 days. And if the outside world sucks, get back in the cage. Um, lastly, sustainability. That's where I always am trying to get my clients to, to be in that sustainable place so that we have consistency. Right? That's the holy grail. What can I do consistently? Because we live in these extremes, right? It's either... I'm eating everything in sight and I'm being bad or I'm restricting and I'm being good, right? There's no middle ground or the middle ground is like, you know, you, it's a one hot second. So it's like, how do we, if, you know, if going off the rails is a 10 and, you know, restricting every little morsel that goes in your mouth is a one. How do we stay within the five to seven? That's the sustainability zone. That's where I I want my clients to live and thrive in that five to seven, where it's like, maybe I'm going on vacation, um, wedding, so forth. And I scale it back to a five so that I can, you know, I scale it back to a five and then I can move it out to a seven, but I'm ebbing and flowing between this five and the seven. So it's not this full on, like eat my face off. And it's not this full on, I can only have carrots and water, right? We were so we're finding our way between that five and the seven. And that's where the fit girl magic comes from, right? That's where I know I have not great strong habits that I can always come back to because I have great routines. I have the consistency and now I have the long lasting results, right? It's like the rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So that's what we have. Like, what is our plan, right? And it's it's and it doesn't have to be it's complex. And if you're someone who's struggling, like, reach out to me. And be like, girl, how do I make a plan? Because I, I I can barely like put my head on straight, let alone find a plan. Um, and this is where it's the rinse and repeat. So that's like I'm doing it over and over and over again. So when life throws me a curveball, I'm like, okay, I can do- I can dip and dive. You know, like dodgeball. Like I can dip and dive. If I can dive a wrench, I can manage a diet. All right. So take the time to review your plan so that you're not disappointed and you're not frustrated. Because what stops many of us is that we set the bar so bleeping high and then we get disappointed because I couldn't jump over this, you know, four million, you know, story hole. I want you to start thinking to yourself, how do I lower the bar? And it's not that you're lowering your standards. You're just saying to yourself, I'm going to start to work my way up the ladder, right? Like think about a child. A child doesn't come out the womb sprinting. It, it, it can, it's a blob, right? It could barely hold its head up, 
but eventually a kid could hold his head up. Eventually it kind of, it starts to like move around a little bit more. Eventually it rolls over. Eventually it tries to pull itself up. Eventually it gives you that drunken sailor walk. And eventually it's like, I think I got this. And one foot goes in front of the other. Eventually it gets faster. They get more stable. And then next thing you know, you're chasing them all over the damn place. Right. So that's where I want us to get to that, like that toddler mentality or pre-toddler mentality, because no one ever would say to their child, you suck because you can't roll over at two months. Okay. Let me just be clear. I have no children. So I don't know if they roll over at two months or not. So if you, if rolling over at two months is like a thing, then it's a thing, but you know, you, you're picking up what I'm putting down. So I want you to all just kind of take a big giant step back and say, where is it that I want to go? observe where you are, assess what needs to change in order to get you to where you want you want to go and create that experiment, right? And that's where we create a reset versus a resolution because a resolution is like, this is the year that I'm going to. And then this is the year that you're like, well, that was a good year, but 2024, 2025, boom, I'm going to crush it. I'm going to be the rock star, right? So if this sounds of interest to you and you're like, yeah, this makes so much sense, do me a favor, hit me up because I want to make sure that I'm providing you with the information that is going to help you move the needle, move the ball, whatever you want to call it forward. All right, ladies, stay fabulous. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.